Hey guys, guess what day it is? Uh, it's Thursday. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, it's our birthday episode. Oh, yeah. Does that mean we get cake? And does that mean that we'll we get, get a really, bit. really short creepypasta? <laughs> no. Um, but yes to cake. Um, we're going to uh, do a Brasca 5 since, you know, it's our fifth year anniversary, uh, fifth year birthday even, and it's Brasca 5. Yay. Come on, guys. <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> it's Brasca V. <laughs> it's Brasca V. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to have the cake first, and then um, we'll get into this. Three days later. Oh, God. <laughs> Why? So much cake. Three days of cake. So much spaghetti cake. <laughs> and then why were there meatballs in the in the ice, icing? Why did I order that? I didn't even know spaghetti cake was a thing. Yeah. It's pretty neat. It's Italian. All right, so I guess we should get on to the show. Okay. Ugh. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have Baraska 5. Otherwise known as Baraskov. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's our it's our fifth year anniversary, or fifth year birthday, whatever, whichever one you want to use like as a term. Um, happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday, guys! We survived Woo-hoo. five years of doing Aldente Rigamortis and How? Didn't kill each other. <laughs> Yet. Yet, yes. It'll... Don't worry, those 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 uh, those curses I placed on you are supposed to la- are supposed to uh, trigger any time now. What? <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, so game, gamers at home, anyways. Are you the faker in yellow? No, you don't know that. What are you talking about? <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, we decided that since it's our fifth year anniversary, and Baraska has a fifth part that they that was added on after uh, all the kind of hullabaloo of the uh, the original four parts, mm-hmm. um, that we should cover it on our fifth year anniversary. As as with the previous uh, segments of Baraska, this is by the Dalek Emperor on Red No Sleep, but it's actually uh, who is actually C K Walker, and. Uh, this story isn't actually on Reddit No Sleep. It's on their main their their main website, ckwalker.com. Um, that's ck with a dash walker.com. And um, you yeah. have done that like an infomercial. That's ck dash w a l k e r dot com. Go there now. Uh, I don't have to anymore. You did it for me. There you go. <laughs> uh, See, so yeah, I guess we'll, we'll do the rundown. Um, we're only covering so because the. So, because the story is essentially all of the previous Baraskas rolled in, like in, rolled into one in terms of page count, um, is it actually page count? It ones? is. It's like eighty-one or eighty-something pages, and I think all of the other ones collected were about eighty pages. Sweet. Um, we are going to cut this up into four separate episodes. So we're going to be tackling one through five today, and then for the next three, uh, the, the next three weeks after that, we will be covering six to ten. 11 to 15 and then 16 to 20. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um just so you know what you're in for for the for the for the year for the the year for the month of July. 
So, without further ado, we'll go into the rundown of Brask 5, chapters 1 through 5. So, we cut back about nine years after the events of Brask 4. Uh, in Chicago, Sam is a druggie and has had a couple of run-ins with the law, and he's living, he's living uh, basically uh, a regretful, drug-filled, abysmal existence. When... Uh, along, drug as in like strip heroin yeah not heroin just, yeah not he, just started, the he started with weed but then weed was the kind of a gateway drug to harder stuff mm-hmm. because he wanted to just forget every his yeah. past he tried smoking an entire marijuana and, and it wasn't died. enough <laughs> it, he almost died but it also wasn't enough so he had to go more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um he's he's hang, he has a and he has this roommate who's kind of a bro but only and like they they're they're kind of they're tight bros because of the experiences they've they've shared together as like being in like, like having to deal with like their kind of criminally pasts, mm-hmm. um, and so that's basically Sam's existence until Kimber comes back into his life and has this plan. I say in quotes mm-hmm. to go back to Drisking and expose Drisking's seedy underbelly for what it is to the world. Because they've tried, and even though they've tried it in the past, they've called the FBI and they've contacted other people, and they just don't fucking care. Um, but yeah, they're going back to Drisking to deal with that, to kill um, the people responsible for the for the previous events, um, like her kidnapping, her apparent rape. I didn't, did, did, I don't recall that happening in Nebraska before. I beg your pardon. Did that did that actually happen? Well, she got captured. Yeah, she got captured. I don't remember her getting raped, though. Well, if it was, it was off scene. Which, thankfully, it's tastefully done. As tasteful I, as I, you could do the yes, hour Yes, word. as tasteful as you can do that. Yeah. Um, in writing. I don't mean in real... Like, it's stupid. Like, it sucks in real life, but... Um, I don't remember if it actually happened to her or not. Or it's like, it's it was really kind of... Well, obviously, it must have happened. Well, she was gone for a while, too. Like she yeah. was gone for a couple... Like it least, probably yeah, like near the, the beginning yeah. of summer and then at the end of summer, right? Yeah. So, yeah, like, they've been... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, the okay. way that she... Anyways, let's not think about that. That's not... No, yeah. no, no, no. Um, So, anyways, yeah, to kill kill those responsible for Baraska. Um, and, as we find out a little bit later on the drive there, to, like, the, really the big thing is to uh, that she knows that Kyle is somehow alive and not a vegetable. Like, not in a coma, or, like, not, like, just a shell of a person. Because of her quote-unquote contact. Cause, yeah, because of a mysterious contact that is totally not going to be somebody that we, uh, uh that I saw coming, but we'll get into that in my run, in my actual thoughts. Did you read the whole story? No, I didn't. And you're, you already I'm know? just calling it now. I know. Oh, okay. I'm just calling who it is now. Oh, okay. But, uh, anyway. Uh, so, Sam really doesn't want to go. He wants to just, like, continue forgetting about it. But eventually, he, he ultimately goes with, uh, Kimber. Um, to Drisking. Uh, on the ride there, there is some uh, some drama um, between them about like why they're going there, and then and her reveals, apparent lack of plan. Yeah, her, yeah, her lack of plan. The... She just, and then she like goes uh, goes off to the side and reveals what she has in the in the trunk, which is just an arsenal of thirty guns. Yeah, it's thirty. Um, and then they're uh, they drive down to uh, the outskirts of Drisking, like just just all just out of town, basically at a motel. And uh, it's also like I guess winter time because there's snow and stuff yes. going on. And um, Kimber uh, sneaks out the the next morning uh, without um, without Sam's knowledge, or while he's like kind of in a drug filled like sleep. Yeah, because they talked about 
she was going to go to see her contact the next day. And Sam wanted to go with her or didn't trust, like, the contact at all. Yeah, and, and she was saying no, but we'll talk about it in the morning. And then she just left. Yeah. Uh, and then um, he gets, a, uh, after, like, 30 calls or something like that, uh, they get a call from her. And uh, she's on her way back in. And apparently, like, the town is, like... The the plows haven't been in at all, mm-hmm. um. So like all there's been like fr- tons of snow dumped on on the town, but like the town is really slow and really dead. Um, so they they go in and like she reveals that now's a good time for them to go in t- into town itself because all the cl- police are off and presumably in Aparaska. Mm. something's going going down. So they go to town to the historical society where they uh where they met Catherine. Um, from the pre from the previous stories, yes. Um, however, Catherine's no longer there, and in fact, Catherine's missing for about nine years, um, as is explained by the creepy new guy that's there. Um, that is a friend to the Clearies and uh, a couple of other people in town, and they kind of like realize that they've like oh, fuck, they've done fucked up a little bit, so they mm-hmm. try to get out of there. And as they're uh, Getting back in the car. And, and, so, like, and they also realized that they, did, they didn't come up with fake names. Yeah. So Sam had to be like, let's go, Allison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then they, they go back in their car, uh, and they're going to go back to the motel and like figure out something. But then Sam sees uh, Mira, his old employer, um, who has a five or like a nine-year-old child, mm-hmm. who is likely Sam's nephew. Because... From pre- from Baraska four, his sister's la- uh, last child from Baraska was going to Mira. So, and that's kind of where we leave off. Basically, we leave off with Sam, oh, right. like, yeah, starting to bubble up with anger at the sight of that, and that's kind of where the story, where, where the cha- where that chapter ends. Um, so that was chapter one through five, basically, in a nutshell. I don't think I uncovered anything else, right? I think that's that's all. The... That was pretty succinct. <clears throat> if that's a word, sure. <laughs> it's yeah. Like it's yeah. it's like finished or like complete and short, quick to the point. Yeah, I, I don't think you missed any anything major. Okay. Well, on to our world-renowned, everyone expects the grammar inquisitions at this point segment. <laughs> Is it world-renowned? No. It isn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, but our audience expects it. Or at least puts up with it. <laughs> yeah. Guys, everyone puts up with the great <laughs> That's going to be the new, yes, that's going to be the new version of this. There Guys, go. I would just like to thank our audience. If you actually listen, sit through our grammar positions before going to our actual thoughts, yeah. you are heroes. It's like, oh, they're doing grammar. Start clicking ahead, trying to find it when we shut up. Yeah. yeah. Turn to side B. <laughs> anyway, so onto grammar positions. So starting with chapter one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see... Or, uh, uh, that was a quick. <laughs> I don't want to say I ran my hands through my mess of dark, unwashed hair. I think it's supposed to say I don't know what to say. Or don't yeah. want to say. No, no, it's not want. It's I don't want to say. Oh, I know. Yeah. But I'm saying I have the same thing okay. with two corrections. One being I don't know what to say, and the other one I don't want to say. As yeah. in like saying I don't want to say. Yeah. Um, but when I when I first read it, I was like, ah, caveman speech is back <laughs> with a vengeance. Hell yeah. 
Uh, do you guys have anything for chapter one? Programming positions? Yes. Go for it. I have a whole section dedicated to front ends. Should we just, okay, do, do we want to go into depth of that? Because I did notice a lot of them too. Yeah. Do we just want to say there's a lot of them? Or do you want to have it, like, do you want to go on, like, verbatim, like, how on your ends? and, and on page. On your and I was page. trying to do a rampage with and. It doesn't <laughs> sound nice, page. though. Yeah, your and page. <laughs> Mikey's and page. <laughs> well, they're front end, so it's a friend page. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> also, I don't remember where my second one is from. I'm going to find out. Great. Well, the thing is, if we say that, yeah, there's a lot of ands, then done. There's my really? grounding positions. Is that really? <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. I mean, I'm just like saying, like, like I assume there's like, how many, like, how many, like, count, how many do you have? Kill some time. One, I need to find something. Two, three, four, five, six in chapter one alone. And one, two, three, four, four in chapter three, one, two, three, four, and four in chapter five. Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, especially near the very end, because they're yeah. trying to do, like, basically they're falling into that, that pit of, like, using an end at the beginning, especially at the end, to ex- uh, accentuate, to highlight, like, to, and then, like, to accentuate that this is important, like, this revelation is important, kind mm-hmm. of things, and this is happening. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, not not to take away your, like, your steam, Mike, but I'm gonna, <laughs> but, like, I feel like, 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 you just, like, just saying, like, how many were in each chapter there, like, five, four, five again, or something like that, like, there's a number of them, and, I mean, like, our, the, the, the outcome's gonna be the same, they shouldn't be there. Yeah. Oh, we could turn it into an and story. Done. All right. <laughs> and now Mikey presents a front end story of Baraska. How long had I been asleep? And when had I realized that I wasn't anymore? Seth had flushed them down the toilet, and I would never let her touch my private stash. Do I know any redheads? I couldn't place one for the life of me. And then Seth opened the door and revealed Kimber DeStero, standing on the other side. She was still very short, but her hair was longer, halfway down her back it looked like, and she was, of course, almost ten years older than the last time I had seen her. Since Kimber had actually spoken to me, I could probably confirm that this wasn't a nightmare. She was really here, and if she was real, that meant that it was all real too. Kimber continued to stare at me, waiting for more, and she cracked me just that easily. Thank you, Foley guy. <laughs> the Foley in yellow. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Alright, and then that was all for chapter one. Jesus. She shows up and punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> chapter three. Why did I feel a malicious black cloud looming over me like some sort of comic strip character? And then it all came back crashing like waves over my head. Holy shit! Kimber was here, 
and she wanted something. I had never been happier than when I was with Kimber and Kyle, and one of them had actually come back from the void of the past. I understood her hatred of Cleary, but if we were going to murder people, I wanted Jimmy Prescott dead as well. And when the time came, and if I was certain he was culpable, my father too. That was chapter three. She, just a quick, quick thing. The way you're reading it, it sounds like there should be a comma, not a period, after the, right before the yeah. end. Yeah. Especially when like the previous sentence isn't really that long. And it just yeah. kind of the previous sentence is giving it a lot of context. <laughs> it is, but at the same time, like it's it it it's just like it, it's it is kind of insinuating. Like either that either that sentence needs to be longer and just like incorporate the the next sentence mm-hmm. with a comma or even like a, a semicolon. Mm-hmm. Um, or don't have and at the beginning of your sentence. Like there's other words. Yeah. Like yeah. a couple of those, I was like, I, you need something. You don't need just am. I I feel like suddenly might work for something. Like mm-hmm. suddenly, Kimber was here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a punch in the face, Kimber was here. <laughs> yeah. And then there's chapter five. I needed to go back to the motel and bury myself in smack. And this time I didn't even want to wake up again. And then suddenly, just as Kimber sat down into the driver's seat, I did recognize someone. It was Mira Grady. And she was holding a little boy's hand. And as I stared, I realized who the little boy was. And then I saw nothing but red. <laughs> yeah, that last part, that's the one that really, I really caught. Like, I wasn't really, like, I didn't really catch many of the other ones to really don't bother with it or, like, worry about them. Yeah. But th- those last ones, I was like, man, that's a lot of, like, just additions to the previous statement. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, just, this got to yeah. be a better way to and, do it. And I didn't even touch the front ends in dialogue. Uh, well, you don't. I don't. You don't, because there, that's dialogue. so many. I know. <laughs> Know, but that's how. That's how it's just talk. the way they talk. But that's and, how people and, talk. It's yeah, how yeah. the characters talk. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, all right. So that's basically your your primary positions. Well, I have <laughs> you two front sews. One in chapter one and one in all right. Well, chapter what's, four. What's the front sew for chapter one? Yeah, uh, I couldn't let her leave. Not when I'd just gotten her back. So why was I being such a dick? I mean, I kind of feel like that can stay there because so's not a, a bad front, like, like, kind of contra- or uh, like word for that. Um, because it's like, because he's trying to like, so why was I being such a dick? Like he was, she was back. Like, I, I kind of, I kind of feel like it, it can stay there. Or again, that sentence can be added, just latched onto the previous sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe even with the dot dot dot. So why was I being such a dick? Yeah. Well, like it needs to be connected to something. Because if I just if I walk into the room and I'm like, why am I? Or so why am I being a dick? You'd be like, what are you talking about? Before that, it needs context. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you connect it to that context, then well, especially since the, the previous sentence does have context to it, it's just it's now into we're into a new sentence though. Mm-hmm. It'd be even weirder if it was like that was the, the the first the first part of that was like at the beginning at the end of a paragraph and then the next paragraph was so why was i being such a dick <laughs> cuz that that's even worse like uh, in yeah. terms of a cutoff but for sure yeah. 
Uh, and Gamer, do you have anything for Chapter 1? Didn't you have another so? Oh, yeah. We, it's for Chapter 4. Yeah, we're... we're I, I uh, my like, next one's 5. Okay, really? Okay. Yeah. Alright, well, <clears throat> you guys are in for a little bit more longer then. Wait for this. So, on to Chapter 2. I watched the vodka drip down the wall where I'd hurled it. If I, if I wasn't so terrified, I would have been embarrassed by my outburst. But I couldn't stop the shaking. So this is more of a, a pacing nitpick or chapter layout kind of thing, but it still kind of fits for a like grammar work because it's like the structure of yeah, the writing and stuff. Structure, mm-hmm. sure. Um, I feel like this chapter uh, should have started with some some time passing between it and the previous chapter. Like the words, the the quote I just referenced is literally the beginning or the beginning of chapter two, and chapter one ended with him uh, like freaking out. It's like fuck, fuck, I'm going back to Drisking. And, and then, then he throws it? Yeah, and then he throws it. And then, and then it's like, the next chapter is like seconds later. Well, it's because it, it, it's leaving it at a cliffhanger. <laughs> I get it, but like, it makes no sense because yeah. it's not like a part one, part two kind of thing. Like, like part two should be like the next day. Yeah, I almost thought chapter two should have like ended, like maybe they're, they're um, like it's, it should be a new set or like a new, either a new time frame or a new location, like maybe they're going down the stairs to work or to her car to go, or mm-hmm. they're already on the the drive to um, like to drisk uh, to drisking, and that's when the next chapter goes on. Like that it, seems it, like it's like if you envision it like a play, yeah, and it's going on, and then you pull the curtains, and then you can open the curtains again with nothing <laughs> and changing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. change. They're just like they're back. They're still at the, like, he's still at the kitchen. There's still like that, like the, the the glass and stuff on the ground from the from the smash and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and then we just continue on to the next yeah. next immediate scene. It just like makes no sense to have that be a chapter or a yeah. break. Personally, I'd make it when they wake up. I'm yeah, exactly. Say. Yeah. Um, and then my next one here um, is actually, it's just again like uh, uh, this is like actually a few, maybe a few sentences or a paragraph or so after that first paragraph that uh, at chapter two. Sam, I won't let anything happen to you. I gave her a ludicrous look. Like you could have added the first paragraph like of smashing the, the bottle, or like the aftermath of the smashing of the bottle from uh, into chapter one from chapter two, and then make chapter two start from this line here. Yes, it's the same scene, but there is a proper contrast of transition. That said, this chapter could have started without the aftermath of the glass hitting the wall entirely, and just started, like I said, with the car uh, and and explain uh, like like what the plan is and stuff like that. For more uh, effect, I felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. His eyes turned plaid. What? What? A ludicrous stare. Or <sighs> ludicrous speed? No. <laughs> Actually, what I was laughing about as soon as you said that, give her a ludicrous, ludicrous stare. I imagined either Sam was like acting like Ludicrous the rapper, <laughs> or. Like no, it gave her a ludicrous look, right? Yeah. Either a- he was acting like that, or he just like opened up a chest, pulled out a whole bunch of clothes that Ludicrous wears, and puts it on Kimber. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help but giggle. You're... <laughs> I'm stupid. You I'm... are a blessing upon the earth, Gamer in Yellow. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my next one. Thirty minutes later, I floated down the familiar river of dark, dreamless sleep. So in this in this same chapter, Sam is trying to like clean up his room and stuff of like that, and yeah. he realizes all his bed sheets are 
like thrown off or like all like shitty and he doesn't actually have any clean ones. And then Seth just comes in and just hands him a bunch of like uh like clean like pillows and like blankets and stuff of that and sheets mm-hmm. and just and just like I got you, bro. And like basically that kind of moment. And and I was like, you know, I don't think this part shouldn't exist, like this chapter, because it gives us more Seth. Wait, why is that in in my actual why is that in my grammar positions? Fuck. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I, I can I, save it. I can save it because I was going to write down something about this, but I forgot. Cool. All right. Hang on again. So, yeah, that's my the end of my grammar acquisitions for Chapter 2 uh, until I move on to Chapter 3, which is kind of connected to the what I was saying earlier about the chapter stuff. But uh, any you guys have anything else for Chapter 2? No. No? Okay, the thing that I remembered when you read that, I, I don't know if it's grammar or not, but it's just weird that it happened. Okay. Well, it's essentially it? like... So what happened in this entire first scene of, um, like, Kimber showing up and all that, yeah. he just woke up from passing out in a tub. He got dragged in, from the tub to, to his, his bed. That was from chapter one, yeah. Yes, and then he woke up. Then Kimber mm-hmm. showed up, and then it's, fuck, I'm going to Drisking, and then we're going to go immediately back to bed. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of... Well, because they want... Because uh, he didn't... Like, Kimber didn't... Lurie just came back, like, came from California to Chicago, I, I, I get that. That's not my okay. my discrepancy. My discrepancy is like, why is he going back to bed when he just woke up from passing out for a long time? Would he even be able to sleep? He, he might not be able to, but like... But it is drug-induced sleep. Yeah, it's not proper REM sleep. Like, it's... Like, he's not dreaming, he's not... Or he, he's not realizing... He's not, no, like, remembering any of the dreams. It's like having... It's like... It's like kind of like passing out from, like, being too drunk or too stoned. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get full proper sleep. Like, so even if he was passed out for eight hours, he could potentially still wake up and pass out again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you're bo- oh. Yeah. Or just be stoned. Like, the drugs. It, it makes the time pass quickly. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's yeah. about it. Okay. It was just a little bit of weirdness. I didn't understand whether or not it works or not. Yeah. But if it works, I, I, I kind of would have... I probably would have put that in, in actual thoughts, but it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um... All right, and then on to chapter three. Uh, I looked back and wondered if I'd ever see it crum- its crumbling graffiti-covered walls again, or if I ever even wanted to. And then there's, like, a star that, like, accentuate that um, there's, like, a break in time, or, like, there's a, uh, there's a uh, like, a, a period of time that has passed, and then we're hanging it, and then it's, stop staring at me. Uh, and it's Kimber, like, in, they're in the car driving. They're already on their way to Drisking. And that, so that previous quote was of him, like, looking back at his, uh, at his home um, uh, in Chicago, wondering if he'd ever see it again. And then we cut to, like, maybe an hour, a couple of hours have passed, and they're, already, they're on the road to Drisking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and my, my comment to that is, see, here would be a good chapter break. Where that star is would be yeah. a great chapter break. Um, so, like, I feel, like, almost, like, like, the chapters here, like, they're they're almost, like, just placed in... I feel like um, Seeker Walker was trying to, make make it an even chapter, like, 20 chapters. Yeah, it's, it's like, broken by uh, character count. Yeah, kind, kind of, like of sometimes. Well, sometimes, because some of them are really short. Some of the chapters are really short. Hmm. But, um, yeah, like, this part here where, like, she put... Where they put a star to, like, accentuate that um, some time has passed. That's a perfect spot for a chapter break. But if we don't get that, and then like the ne- and, and yeah, it's just like well, chapter two or three. It, chapter we're in chapter three now. I was gonna say I'm going through two and I just start. Well, to, to be fair, um, some authors 
um, with chapters do change scenes with stars even in the same chapter or so with what, a break. Is chapter 3.5? Well, <laughs> although usually it's to change the scene to other characters, which, <laughs> which would be happening at the same well, time. Oh, okay, yeah, like, not, like, not, like, I get you, like, not, like, specifically the same characters, like, just, like, a little farther down the line, yeah. but, like, different characters entirely in the same, like, somewhere else in the world. Basically. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, I, I get that, like, that would make more sense, like, yeah, it just feels like the chapter, the first three chapters are kind of, like, I don't really agree with how they were, like, um, broken up. Mm-hmm. And like uh, arranged, in your opinion? Yeah, in my opinion, of course. Um, it's weird. It's like we share different opinions on the show mm-hmm. for the last five years, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's just my thing about like the chapters for uh, for last three. Uh, but going into an actual act, like not just like a layout inquisition, <laughs> but a proper grammar inquisition here. Uh, back to our roots. You know what I mean? You look like you've done well from yourself the last 10 years. So it's actually supposed to be, I think, you look like you've done well for yourself the last couple of years. Or from the look of yourself? Yeah, that would work too. Yeah, either way, Just, something's it has to be fixed. Yeah, it has yeah. to be altered though, or fixed. Or he's from himself because he hasn't been well, you know, himself he's talking to, since... That, he's, he's talking to Kimber. Oh. <laughs> All right. Then, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and on to the next one. Okay. Well, close the truck before somebody driving by sees your fucking arsenal. I think you mean trunk? Not it doesn't truck. say truck? Yeah. Oh, I read it as trunk. <laughs> yeah, I almost read it as truck, and then I was like, wait, that says truck. Are they in an SUV? No, she said car. Yeah. It was described as a car, I yep. believe. A sedan, maybe. And then my last one is uh, kind of a transitionary, uh, transitionary um, sequence between Chapter 3 and Chapter 4. Okay. And, and the sheriff. I didn't want to think about it. I had buried that, the assumption about my father's guilt years ago under enough black tar heroin to kill a horse. I guess it was time to remember. And then we go on to Chapter 4. We spent the rest of the drive avoiding the topic of drisking. And that's how you transition between chapters. Okay, I'm done with the chapter transitions for now. <laughs> for now. Because chapter five and chapter four weren't too bad with them, with like switching them over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just that's, really the that's first three. Ha- right? Yeah, just the first three just had like really clunky chapter transitions. Mm-hmm. And this is, but this is, this one was done really well. Mm-hmm. And it was like a good example of what you should have done for the previous ones. Personal opinion. Of course. Uh, and then on to chapter four. Um, yeah, Kimber. There's no way am I letting you meet with some random drisking fuckwit by yourself. I believe you're, you mean there's no way I am letting you meet with some random drisking fuckwit. What is it? Am I? Yeah. There's no way am I. There's like, no way am I going to let you. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let you. Yeah. It, it's kind of caveman-y a little bit again. He is also. Yeah, it's a, also dialogue, isn't it? It is dialogue. And he has coked like, out of his mind. He's not dr- he's not toked out of his mind yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, not at this point. Still, he's kind of like in in that in between sober sobriety. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, and then we move on to chapter five, unless you guys have something for chapter four. One thing, chapter four. Okay. I followed Kimber inside and was relieved to see that there were two beds and three locks on the door. So far, not a complete disaster. Okay, I'm gonna call you on that one. So far, so good. Like, 
that one like that's it's kind still, of a, at least it, needs a comma for so far and then okay I, i'll give you that yeah <laughs> but the so can be there yeah yeah because it's not saying like so like anyway <laughs> it's it's so far as in like so far the closest clear kind of thing yeah. yeah you can't replace the the so with an uh but you could easily put in a semicolon and Continue. I hate semicolons. <laughs> I you're gonna hate one of my stories that I wrote because <laughs> ah. I use it for like 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 I use it kind of like uh, gratuitously because it's it's it works so well like and it's a better like break than like using a period but it's not a it, but it works better than the comma. I suppose mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a trend a transitionary thing for between a comma and a, and a period for breaking mm-hmm. up a sentence. Mm-hmm. It's like when you want to go this. Means a lot to the previous statement, but I can't completely break it, so I put a semi break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So then on to chapter five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really, in bucolic, perfect little drisking, they haven't plowed the roads by ten on a Friday morning. Bucolic. Adjective. Relating to the pleasant aspect of the countryside and country life. So basically something pastoral. And I learned a new word today. Because I've never heard of bucolic. I I haven't either, and I'm surprised I didn't look that up. I just like okay, that's a word. I almost I almost went past it. Yeah, I did but for I some like, reason. You know what? No, I'm going to add that as a note because that's a new word, and that that's sometimes what grammar inquisitions are about. Yeah, learning new words. I like learning new words. I'm surprised I missed that. Mm-hmm. I feel bad now. But yeah, I've like never like I knew pastoral, mm-hmm. um, but I've never heard of bucolic. And I'm sure I'm even like I'm sure that may not even be the the way you say it. It might be like busolic. It might be uh, bacholic, depending on how you spell how you pronounce English. You say tomato. I say hey, tomato. tomato. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then moving on to my last one for chapter five. And I'm reasonably sure, or and I'm reasonable sure that unlike your contact, she's innocent of any knowledge of Baraska. I believe Sam want. I'm reasonably sure. Yes. Yeah. No, he's being reasonable. Except I am reasonably I, sure you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Uh, and then that is my chapter five grammar positions. Do you guys have anything else for chapter five? Uh, I'm done. Wow. All right, I got one. To be fair, he did cover a lot of front ends. Yeah. Right, yeah. We did do like. Uh, right, I'm not giving them shit. Oh, you're like a well fed. <laughs> Because I, I was expecting him to say something. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. All That's right. all that all right. was. All right. Fine. Not everything I say is meant to. <laughs> so what you're saying I should have done a transitionary and be like, and it's Kim Neal's turn. No, because that's starting that's, that's a statement. That's an end. Yeah, but it's dialogue. <laughs> so you just talked about dialogue. Though. You guys having fun at it, audience? Because I'm not. Anyways, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me with this, Kimber? I'm reading the quote. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm already on edge. I can I can barely fucking breath. <laughs> it's the way the character talks. He can barely breath, so he can barely say his words. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, because of the breath, you know. Like he was trying to say breathe. Yeah, yeah but he clearly. ran out of his breath. Yeah, and it came out as breath. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. But Surprisingly yeah, no, possible. It, it, it should be. It should be pretty. Yeah, it should obviously. be probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So that's the end of our grammar positions. Onward to the actual thoughts of our review. 
or discussion. So, starting with chapter one, from the top again, and starting with this, uh, this quote. Do I know any redheads? I couldn't place one for the life of me. And then Seth opened the door to reveal Kimber DeStaro standing on the other side. I suddenly felt like a bucket of ice water had been dumped on my soul. This is starting out with just a tinge of noir, like genre, like this kind of down and out, like uh, druggy, um, who's trying to hide from his past, and his past comes back with a dame <laughs> through the door. Just kind of felt very like detective story, kind of like druggy, like a, like noir crime story kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one, uh, next uh, quote. I have to made uh, had to make concentrated effort to stay on my feet while my knees tried to buckle underneath me. Damn it, D and D! I read that as I had to make concentration check to stay on my feet. <laughs> awesome. Uh, just like fuck. That's right. Like yeah, I, I double re- I double taped on that one. I was like, what? No, that's supposed to say that's something else. What was he a gamer? No. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, and then the next one, I have a contact, you know, some, someone on the inside, the, the inside of what? Drisking? Baraska? The sheriff's office? They know, know stuff, okay? And they're willing to help us. That's all we need to know. Calling it now, the contact is going to betray them. Like, just as a speculation. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, this is a trap. Like, it's totally a fucking trap. Yeah, it's a tarp. Yeah. Uh, and then my next one. Fuck! I screamed and swept Kimber's vodka glass off the table to where it shattered against the wall. This didn't seem to surprise her, and Kimber kept her composure while I raged. Fuck! It was over. I was going back to Drisking. Yeah, as it started, Chapter 1 has a very noir-esque like, vibe to it. The grizzled alcoholic dr- drug user, like I said, who's trying to forget his past, and then the dame that comes back into his life to pull him back into the darkness. He's even living in Chicago. So, so far, writing-wise, like, in terms of, like, the, the, the story of the, like, and the narrator, narration of the story, it's a very good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the, my actual thoughts for chapter one. Mikey. Uh, my thoughts are more overall thoughts. Okay. So... As in the entirety... Seriously? Mm-hmm. Am I the only one who did this in, like, segments? Why you just assume I didn't? Uh, okay. How dare you? <laughs> did you? I mean, I didn't number... Oh, I did number them. I did, I did, I did. I'm scrolling through them, like, I don't see a chapter number. There's one later on, though, so that's um, Just double-checking that these are actually... Yes, these are all the same. This is why I take them and put them in a separate document and, and categorize them as chapters. Well, I do, too. Okay. Well, I keep it all in one file. But yeah. It doesn't matter. Either way. First note is before I even started reading the story. Okay. Technically. Yeah. Um, it's on the author's note that says, apologies for the format, I will correct 12 slash 26. Is that the date that the note was made or when the changes to the formatting will happen? And oh, if so, I should read that. <laughs> and if so, has the formatting change already happened? Huh. Yeah. It, I'm going to guess it hasn't been done because... Because of the fact that you would think that he would remove that if it was done. It says, I'll correct 1226. 
December 2026. <laughs> <laughs> also, hang on a second, because I think C.K. Walker might be a woman, not a guy. Just because he said he, he. Yeah. Pretty sure. Regardless, I'm, I'm not talking about the gender of C.K. No, Walker. I, I understand. I just wanted to yeah. make sure. I just want. Yeah, it, it, she is, it, is a, it is a woman. From, okay. Yeah. Regardless, I my note is essentially I don't know if these changes have happened. Yeah. It's... Like perhaps I, the, your sort of uh, your grievance, grievances that you brought up earlier. Well, what is it? At twelve sixteen, twelve twenty six, twelve twenty six, December twenty sixth. Yeah. And so it depends when, when this was posted. Yeah. I, I actually I still have it up. <laughs> is there a post date on this? Should be. So it might not be because it's a website, not a blog. No, there isn't. Unless at the very bottom. Give me an hour. Yeah. Speed scrolling. Okay, so I don't see any dates. At the bottom, though, there's links to archives. One says November 2018, and one says April two, uh, 2016 as, like, links to different archives. Okay. So is it possible that this was posted November, and it's going to be changed in December? Perhaps. Two months away? Perhaps. I don't know. Either but way. Regardless, like, I, I pulled this around tw- in 2019, like, for reading and for, like, and uh, like discussing. Mm-hmm. So 2018 is not 2019. <laughs> So it should be the version we're reading. It should be the most up to date version, theoretically. Yeah. Long story short, changes probably happened. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. The end of this uh, statement. I don't understand why this was at the end. It might. This almost might be a grammar thing. I don't know. But essentially, him saying, "I, I watched the ceiling fan circle slowly above me." Blah 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 blah. Uh, the last thing I recalled was being in the bathroom, and then silence, and sweet darkness. Period. Seth. Period. And the word Seth is in italics. It makes sense um, in context to the rest of like what's like what happens next. Is what, because he was like, why am I in my bed? I was in the bathroom before, and, now, and, then, I, and then I passed out. And then he realized Seth, as in Seth must have brought me to my bed. Okay, but why is it in italics? Uh, that it's in italics know. like... It's supposed to be a thought, but does that mean he's openly I think, saying? I think he might. That might be a thought. Like he, that's like that's his aunt. His he's thinking that, and like that's that must be the like he's concluding that like the reason he's in his bed and not in the bathroom is Seth. I get that, but the entire thing is a thought. It it, it isn't. It isn't like it's it's him. It, it's it's basically the narrator who is Sam, like wondering why, like uh, like rem- like remembering like what was the last thing he remembered. And then his actual thought at that moment in the scene was oh. his answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's a little convoluted. It's a, it, again, it's your it's like your issue with the talics using being used as thoughts. Like it doesn't. It, it's hard to like kind of parse sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I noticed it was italics this time, but yeah, yeah. But because I didn't understand the meaning of this, um, it left me off thinking that this first character was named Seth. <laughs> And you're like, oh, this is so. I'm like, okay, this is a new character. Okay, so Seth. So, okay, um, <laughs> it just it's like a guy like passed out on like a, on a bed, looking at a fan, thinking about like I was in the bathroom before, and then it just cuts to black and just like white text. Seth, exactly, <laughs> like like clerk style. Yeah, yeah or yeah. it's like borderline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, and he's just like coked out on the ground. Seth, <laughs> he's coked out. <laughs> Taker of all the drugs. <laughs> but yeah. But 
But yeah, I kind of left it feeling like, is this the character signing his <laughs> intro this, out? Exactly. You know, yeah. it was weird. But no, it's, yeah, he's just thinking, that, like, he, he knows who, who, why he's from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. But either way, so, at this point, though, in the story, I thought that this was a character named Seth. So, yeah. I'm like, okay, so either Seth has a roommate who smokes, or during this blackout period, he smokes. Otherwise, I don't understand how or why the smoke is there. Yeah. Because uh, cigarette smoke won't stay there for years on its own. Because it said specifically, I should have read the whole thing. I watched the ceiling fan circle slowly above me, doing nothing to dissipate the clouds of cigarette smoke that have drifted above my room for years. Noir as fuck. <laughs> Just permanent. It's smoke. very, it's very noirish. Like it's, it's style over substance. Kind well, of like. It's actually a smoke stain that looks like smoke. Yeah, and like that actually does happen in in, in houses and stuff. I, it says smoke though. I know, but yeah, but it's, a smoke stain is technically still smoke. My guess is it's like supposed to like it's it's going for that again that kind of gritty noirish style of kind of like writing rather than like actually like like actual like reality kind of thing. I guess it's going more for the cinematic and less for the factual, which is I think going to be a trend in the story in the in mm. the in the story. But yeah, if. "Quote unquote," Seth woke up and like a lit cigarette fell out of his mouth because he when he passes out he sleep he smokes as well. Then I get it. That's why there's smoke there. Yeah, but yeah, maybe just put stain after if that if that's what that is meant to be. Or 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 the, the apartment's actually on fire and there's <laughs> enough smoke up at the ceiling mm-hmm. that. You should really be leaving, probably. Yeah, but that's not the case. So. Or just his roommate smokes all the freaking time. So it's just wafting. It's in. wafting in. Yeah, yeah totally. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, like you can like I, like that that you can have that be like like just add like stain rather than smoke. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm fine with it being like as is because it's again like I. It's I understand it's noir as fuck, but, but it doesn't make sense to me. It's fine. But yeah, either way, um, so that was in the first paragraph. Then three yeah. paragraphs in, I find out that, okay, he smokes and he has a roommate. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder which is the cause for the smoke in his room while he's blacked out, whoever. Yeah. Because, I, again, I don't understand the smoke. But either way, moving on. Yeah. After that, we find out, okay, this is actually Sam and Seth is his uh, roommate and all that. Yeah. Great. Then um, there's a quote here after um, Sam and Seth meet uh, Kimber. And Seth is explaining how they know each other. Neat, Sam and I were cellmates in prison. Seth, I snapped. Uh, I was in for super sexy felony. Computer crimes. Sam was in for, I swear to God, Seth, I've warned. Harder stuff. Good night, all. He said cheerfully as he left the room and kept my eyes on him. Well, uh, as he made his way down the hall to his room, cursing his every step. Wow, what a fucking asshole. Is my one Yes, and yet... We'll get into that in chapter two. At that point, I'm like, yeah, you're I, a dick. He, well, yeah, but he's like, yeah, I mean, like, whatever. It's that kind of, it's like, we all know that kind of Every group of friends, friends has, has a dick. Every, and he only has one friend right now, so that friend has exactly. to be a dick. Every group of friends has a Joe the Theater douche. That's true. And that's just him. Yeah. Who's lovable, but is also an asshole. 50% of the time. He's an asshole. He's a every d- time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, so moving on to chapter two then? Please. Okay. I've had a lot of time to prepare for this. Years, in fact. Look, tomorrow, let's just get in the car and go, and I'll have the entire eight-hour drive to convince you that I have a good plan. This is a terrible idea. I'm on Sam's side right here. Like, I'm on Team Sam right now. This is a terrible idea. 
Like in regards to like, there'd be no just, story if he didn't go. I know, but like, it's like, it's like, for, and especially after reading up to chapter five, like she has no plan. She has a plan, but she won't tell him. Yeah, and, which is kind of a red flag. Yeah. Also, it's it's like this is just a terrible idea. Granted, again, like you said, like there wouldn't be much of a story. So it's like you're, we're starting to build up that like we know they're fucking they're gonna fuck up and they're doomed. But like. I want like so, but it's building up in a, in a way to like let, have us like want to keep reading to see how bad it goes. It's like watching a train wreck or a car crash. Yeah. Like can't help but watch even though you know it's happening. Um, and then the next, I one... wonder if by the end Kimber's in on it. Oh fuck! <laughs> and she tracked down Sam to bring him back to Jersey so that he kill him. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> like yeah, she's like she got like fucking what was the uh, what's the term? Um, uh, Stockholm Syndrome? Stockholm Syndrome, yeah. somehow? Like, oh, fuck, that'll suck. That's gonna suck when yeah, that happens. Uh, I don't, I, 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 I'm kind of like, I'll, I'll be floored if that happens, and also like, aw. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, they said that they'd stop if I brought you in. No! And then also, they don't stop. Tied to my final thought on the story, but I'll get into that after. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, the next thing I have is, Seth stuck his head in. Here, he handed me a stack of clean, folded sheets on top of a blue quilt. I wanted to hug him, but I was still attempting to get my emotions under control. So, yeah, Seth may be an asshole. He's an asshole. But Seth is the new Clark. Yeah. Like, Clark wasn't an asshole. He was kind of a, he was kind of like a, a, a dick sometimes. Was he? But he was a good dick. <laughs> I, I don't like that term. <laughs> like, seriously, Seth is the best bro. Like yeah, he he like hackles yeah. his 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 roommate and his buddy, and like is is a like he basically just tells the truth. Like yes, like he's he's he 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 uh, he's a teacher of the school of hard knocks. Is yeah. basically what is what his what his mentality is all. It about. is for the best because like in regards to talking better, about prison, because if she found out later, yeah, like it's better not to hide it. Exactly, yeah. So that's really just a bro. Yeah. Uh, also, I'll Clark. remember that when you ask me to lie. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, like, yeah. For me, like Clark, like Seth is the new Clark, especially when they like mention him later in, the, in another chapter, where he's like, "Oh, we can use Seth to like get hacking skills." Like, yes, we're getting more Seth. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I-, I hope we get more Seth. Yeah, I hope he. Also, I hope he doesn't die. Yeah. But, but he stayed in Chicago, so he's the smart yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have a note on this, but I I think he. Might be. <laughs> okay, that is paranoid. No, I mean well, like, like, like he was placed there to kind of watch over Sam. I really hope not. So they know where he is. Fuck, because like, not. what was was it? Um, He's got computer hacking. Oh fuck. Yeah, what, wasn't it? Um, a dear, my best friend in the room, of my life, where their te- where their roommate was in on it. Yeah, the other one. Uh, yeah, I had flashbacks. Isaac. Isaac yeah, I had flashbacks to that as soon as Seth came in. Fucker. So I really hope not. I, hope, I might I hope just it. also be blaming everyone, everyone yeah. in the entire story. So when <laughs> one of them is wrong, like, I'm like, ha! I knew it. You just got guns <laughs> on everybody. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> just like. Yeah, like, it's, I really hope Seth becomes the new Clark and not the new Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. going to suck otherwise. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so that's the end of my notes for Chapter 2, actually. So do you have anything, Gamer? Because he doesn't have anything until, like, the very end. No. Wait, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't. Okay. It's four. All right, on to three. After that, I went to community college, and, yeah, I've just been sort of biding my time. Are you sure you want to just throw all that away to expose your rapist? Kimber winced at my words, and I immediately regretted them. No, him I want dead. 
and throw all what away. Or, and throw all what away. I've been planning this for an entire decade. Yeah, that was a pretty dumb thing to say, Sam. Like, I'm, I'm no longer on Team Sam right now. <laughs> like, in chapter he, He's three. an idiot. Yeah, he is kind of being an idiot in all this. Um, he has then, had all the drugs. Yes, that's Not true. at this point, but just in general. Yeah. So he's probably at least a little bit permafried. A little bit. Uh, and then the next one. So what's your plan? Well, first we're going to rent a room just outside of town. Remember the old the, that one that, remember that one motel off exit one thirteen, Prince Ridge Inn or something, outside of town. I like it. And then I'm going to meet with my contacts sometime tomorrow, right? And then we just go from there. Go from there. Yep. Kimber nodded, but wouldn't look at me. Took the words right out of my mouth, Sam. She's also Once driving. Again. Yeah, yeah, but she's <laughs> clearly like, no, like it's that kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's clearly trying to avoid his, yeah. his eye contact. This is a terrible idea. Like, Admiral Akbar is literally in the back seat with your bags, uh, <laughs> just spouting his infamous line over and over mm-hmm. throughout this chapter. Yeah. Um, One thing then, I don't understand is why is Sam necessary in this plan um it's mainly just like i think kimber has either again either kimber's in on it and like dragging him back yeah or kimber wants him there to help to also have closure and also because she's the only one that he might that he's the only one that she can trust kind of thing for to help out with this yeah but that logic is stupid because they haven't been or known each other for for almost nine nine years yeah and he's He's, he's he's a little been, fucked up. Yeah, he's a little fucked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, he, this is a terrible plan. Like this story is basically a spiral into doom. Like, and it's moving quick. Yeah, you know, what's weird is like the plan is like they made this nine years ago when they were kids, but and they're they're really fully not... grown now. They should be thinking more. Yeah, you're right. I... Or it just seems bad because Kimber is won't act... freaking tell him anything. Exactly. Yeah. Even though they're apparently on the same I, side, I think the reason why she's not conce- like why she's concealing the the identity of the um, I'm just gonna contact. say fucking now the the contact is his dad. Maybe because the other one, I, the other person I was thinking it was going to be the contact is already is gone. Hmm. I was originally thinking it was going to be Catherine, uh-huh. but she definitely got she's definitely not been around for nine years, so she's she did. <laughs> I was wondering if it was one of the. Um... Uh, the bullies from school, like they oh, grew yeah, up to no, be a cop. They, they weren't even really bullies. They were like just stoners. They were originally like, bullies, and then they became they friends. Stoners, and yeah. Stoners. yeah, maybe because yeah, one of them's conspiracy theorists. So maybe, yeah, yeah. it could be the, that one guy yeah, from the. From Actually, the... I have an entire list of every single character okay. in this. Uh, do you want to go with that right now, or do we want to continue? I don't have a note on this. Oh, okay. I'm just saying, no. I'll, I'll find out that kid's he, name. He's just saying he has a list. So oh, that right. he, he got all the names. That way he can put a finger at all the people who yeah. it could be. Every single so person. you just have like, this, this giant like cork board with all the names <laughs> and like strings to like Baraska and yeah. like contact. You know it. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, I know what the song. title card's going to be for this episode. Just going to be like, uh, like uh, it's going to be like that scene from uh, from uh, Sunday, Always Sunny in Philadelphia where like uh, Gamer and Yellow is just going to have like, um, like uh, a cigarette in one hand. And, uh, and like just like staring, like like pointing to like a huge like like conspiracy board, yeah. <laughs> like the play from that show. with every single character. Yeah. All right, but yeah, Phil Saunders or Mike Sutton. Yeah, that's. I right. referred for my description on them. One of them I called Chong, and one of them I called Cheech because he yeah. was the louder one. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, on to the next one then. Uh, I rode to my head until the throbbing stopped, and then followed her to the back where she was standing over the open trunk. Inside were dozens of guns, at least 30 of them. There were rifles, handguns, a shotgun, and, a, and boxes upon boxes of ammo. Are you planning to storm the Alamo? Does this look like Kyle is all I'm after? I'm actually a little scared of you right now. Okay. This gave me a good chuckle for the story. Like, the tension of the conversation that was going on, like, just previously um, in the car... And then, like, when she slammed the brakes and, like, uh, went to the side of the road and, like, had, like, basically, like, kind of was almost in tears or, like, and wanted to show him what, like, their plan is, like, what the what her plan is or what part of the plan is. And then showing her this and then him just, like, I'm a little scared of you right now. <laughs> Which like, kind of culminated into a really good scene. Yeah. Um, it shut him up real quick, too. And, yeah. And, like, just the reveal of the armaments. Yeah. Just, like, it was just the, that, that comment at the end was just the cherry on top of the scene mm-hmm. for me. And I'm going to be very disappointed if when none of those guns get used. None of them are used, or even not even upwards of twenty of them get used because there's thirty yeah. in there. I mean, I'm going to be very disappointed. Guns <laughs> to hold. I'm going to be very disappointed if this does not end in a in a hot fuzz scenario. Oh yeah, totally. Like shock, two shotguns crossed on the back, shoulder riding holsters, into, like... riding into Drisky on a horse. Yeah, totally. Yeah, has to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my next thing right after that that follows how did you get all these Kimber shrugged it's taken me a few years lots of traveling around the southwest to get to gun shows and stuff surprisingly believable given the Delta Green games I have listened to um, specifically God's Teeth by the RPPR uh, crew they literally had a like the players talking like while that scenario while the, the call the Delta Green game was going on about how scary and easy it was to get guns at gun shows. Like in real you life. You don't, yeah, you, in real life. Like they added, they're adding, because that's where their agents were going to get their guns to kill a bunch of cultists. Don't you need ID? No. Not, at, you, not at a fucking gun show. Apparently, are you serial? I am super serious. <laughs> you just need uh, some under the counter money and you can buy guns at a, at a gun show. It is terrifying how easy it is. Fuck. Yeah. It's easier to get a gun there than to get a car. That's weird. Yeah, like, but they still have to get ammo for it. No, and they got the ammo for it, too, at oh. the gun show. Oh. Yeah. It is scary how, like, gun-ho, but the Southwest and the, and the, and the American and the, uh, the, and the States are when it comes to gun shows. It is terrifying. As a Canadian, it is, like, listening to that podcast... Uh, and hearing them talk about like how they could do this in real life and how scary that is, yeah. and they're from like Missouri, so like actually, ironically, from the same state as Baraska, <laughs> they are from the Ozarks as well. Mm. Yeah, it's it's scary how easy it is to get that shit. Yeah, I mean they're not from the sounds of it. At least they're not illegal weapons because they're not like fully automatic shit. But no, still, but still thirty like, guns. Yeah, thirty guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and again, she did it over a couple of years, so she's been basically going hopping from gun show, gun gun show to gun show, basically. Wow. Uh, amassing this collection, so again, it's it's surprisingly like I was like, yeah, that's kind of believable actually, based on like if you think about it, about uh, America's uh, fascination with guns. One thing I want to know is if she has a plan for a reason to need thirty guns for <laughs> two people. To I think use. it's really just like I'd rather have them and not need them <laughs> than need them and not have them. I guess, but like, fuck, like yeah. better. 
Be- better to go into an entire town that's probably against you. Um, guns blazing, or like with like a ton with an, enough ammo to kill every man, woman, and child. <laughs> I guess it's like maybe like in the apartment. There's four guns hidden. There's like four guns in the car at all times. They keep guns on them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then this is with regards to like by the end of chapter four for me. Honestly, as much as I bitched about this chapter and their ill-thought-out plan to ruin Drisking, the character dialogue in this one was solid, in a cinematic way, if nothing else. Like, I feel like a crime thriller sequel... Like, this feels very much like a crime uh, crime thriller sequel, where the characters are older and reunited to stop a previous issue from, like, the previous, like, movie or story in this case. Um, with the right amount of drama that comes from the previous experiences and baggage and the time gap. Mm. Like, this felt like, like their dialogue in the car felt like something from a movie, which is not surprising because C.K. Walker actually is, uh, been credited with, like, doing some, like, recent, uh, horror movie or horror shows and movies. Oh, that's awesome. Um, she, I think, I believe C.K. Walker was the one, uh, who was one of the writers for, uh, uh, House on Haunted Hill, uh, TV series that just came out for Netflix like, oh, a couple of months ago. So again, it's like she they, she's got some some writing cred behind this, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's probably where it comes where like uh, like a lot of her uh, that maybe that's why it feels very cinematic or very like TV drama or mm-hmm. like crime drama kind of thing. But yeah, and then uh, on to uh, chapter four. Because apparently, I oh, put did you that, say that's so weird? <laughs> well, because I, I apparently put that chap that uh, that. Uh, that part, which was supposed to be by the uh, no, that was sorry. The previous thing was by uh, by the end of chapter three. That's what regards. I apparently said by the end of chapter four was the, uh, was the previous thing. Anyway, so on to chapter four. Um, do you uh, do you guys have anything for chapter? Three? I have one thing for chapter four. Nothing okay. for three. All right, cool. So when Mikey I finished, doesn't get to say the matter. <laughs> well, he he said he yeah, had like, thing. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was finished, I flicked the cigarette over the railing and watched it fall into the bed of a maroon Dodge Ram. Dick. Foreshadowing? To, oh, totally. Like, the vehicle is named, like, and color, like described. So, so was um, Kimber's car. Yeah. And so was uh, Sam's old car yeah. that he got, that got taken. Like, I have a feeling the maroon Dodge Ram is probably Prescott's. New car? Oh, yeah. Or somebody else's new car? That's literally my one yeah. note saying, like, that's way too specific. <laughs> yeah. To also, be... it's Dick. Yeah, total Dick. It was an accident. Yeah, it was an accident. But still. Like, whoops. Like, personally, was... if I did that, I'd be like, shit, I'd have to go down there and climb into the guy's truck. And then we and find out that Prescott's in the next room, like, oh, like, is like, hi, hi, Sam. Yeah, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but my real problem with that is the fact that they said the color. Yeah. Because they did not say the color of Kimber's car or, or his old yeah, car that got taken. Yeah, specifically put maroon dodge again. It's like, dude, that is some blatant foreshadowing. Because in the... Um, Either that or it's a fucking red herring. Or a maroon herring. I'm a, ha, ha, <laughs> you're a funny red guy. Um, <laughs> not really, but yeah, thanks. In the, in the previous Baraskas, there was... Uh, another truck that was yeah. specifically Which called is a, Yeah, I don't remember the color of it, but either way, that was in that one. That was the only one that had a specific uh, color. Fuck, was that also a Dodge Ram? I don't think it was right. I want to say it green. was a tr- it was a truck though. Yeah, fuck, was it a Dodge Ram though? I don't think anything had like the brand. There was no brand deal in yeah. Nebraska one three four. 
Because like that would have been like, oh fuck, Prescott just got a color change. Well, it's, like, it's been ten years. He can get a new car. That's true. Yeah. Literally any car in this entire town could be his. I'm just paranoid now. Yeah, <laughs> welcome like, to me. That's yeah. why I have this this big cork board with uh, everyone's yeah, picture on it. Yeah. Well, their names because none of them have pictures unless you've associated uh, like actors that you would like put as their character as these characters. Sure, why not? All right, cool. <laughs> Tom, actually, honestly, like Tom Hiddleston, would pr- I would probably make uh, like the guy who played Loki uh, from mm. Avengers. I would probably put as uh, as Prescott, <laughs> hands down. Yeah, I can see him just like a, a, a swindly, greasy motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like nothing against Tom Hiddleston. It sounds actually, like it is. He's actually a good guy, like a good actor. Like and he can play some good roles and like some benevolent roles, like not yeah. like bad guy. But he plays a really skeezy weasel of a ba- of a bad guy really well too. He does. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so on to the next one. Kimber's casual smile fell off a of face. <laughs> Literally, Shit. I was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> You're a clone. <laughs> I did that they sent to, to track me down. I didn't mean it that way. Fuck. Okay. Anyway, now um, you know what else to draw on the time. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Just, just a faceless Kimber. <laughs> Kimber. No, just the mouth falling out. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Kimber's casual smile fell off her face. You're worried... <laughs> I'm sorry. You're worried for no reason. Seriously, Kimber? Seriously? You guys are literally about to enter the hellmouth that is Drisky. With plans of murder. With plans of murder, and not a fully fleshed out plan. No. Outside of... Or if there is, he doesn't Sneaking, fucking know yeah, anything. Yeah, until we, until basically, like, they get it, until, like, she comes back from, like, meeting uh, her contact, um, that's when we kind of get a little bit more of her plan outside of, like, getting Kyle out of there. You know, now, the more I think about it, the contact probably is the dad, because otherwise, why would she be hiding it so much? Exactly. Like, that's what because I, if I, it was the dad, like, he might just straight up shoot him right now. Exactly. Or, like, like if, 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 if Kimber was to say to Sam, it's like, it's your dad... Sam wouldn't fucking be, like trust his dad to be like at all based off what happened in Baraska Four. Like, yeah. fuck you, asshole. Like, no, I'm not going. You're, 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 you've been in contact with my dad. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. Like, that's the ex- the exact reason. Anyway, next one. By the time I woke up the next morning, Kimber was gone. And then this is basically just like kind of adding on. It's like, uh, we just said like like basically me speculating what like who the contacts were. Um, which I really don't have to say because it was really just it's either going to be Sam's dad or Catherine and then my update was well it's not assuring Catherine anymore mm. <laughs> um, so yeah that's the end of my cha- uh, my notes for chapter 4 you took mine yeah sorry man that's mm-hmm. fine like it's it, it just shows how like obvious that was like yeah. even you figured it out like, saw what's that, that supposed to mean <laughs> what the fuck is that supposed I, to I, mean I, I'm kidding man I'm kidding man. <laughs> <laughs> who's the dick now <laughs> God, why was such a dick today? Jeez, <laughs> Seth. <laughs> All right, so uh, nobody has, says anything for chapter four. No. On to chapter five. Maybe Seth can help. Your roommate? How? She asked. He's got like, and then it, like goes on like, oh, he's a hacker. You can like get sent out to some places and that. I was like, yes, Seth is back in the game. Also, I hope he's not the villain. <laughs> yeah, he might be. Got it. And then my last uh, quoted commented thing here. Oh, Miss Scanlon? He said, not taking his eyes off from her. You haven't heard then. My stomach retched. We haven't, 
Kimber said, pulling her jacket around her more tightly. Sad news, or sad business, truly. Disappeared, oh, nine years ago, ten. Aww, I really liked that character. Yeah. Like, she was literally the most innocent character in Brask of 1 through 4. Yeah. Like, next to these kids. Also, Mr. Wheeler's introduction here, like, when he, like, comes in, like, like is both jarring and creepy with apprehension. Like, it almost felt like the, uh, like the, uh, the introduction of a, like, Harry Potter-esque, like, villain, or, like, one of the villainous characters from, like, Nocturnally in, like, in Harry Potter. I, like, or, like, one of those, those characters that are just, like, they just ooze. Like, there's some, you're, you're, he's a bad guy, but he's trying to play it off as, like, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. Like, I just really got a vibe of, like, this is, like, like, a, this guy's, like, hiding something. He's a swim and He's, like, he's been planted here for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, got a really, like, skeevy vibe from him from, like, the get-go. So, but, but it did make for a very nice twist when, of fate when they, like, get there thinking they're going to meet Catherine again. And then this guy's in her, uh, in her job. And it's like, oh, Mm, fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> but like in a good way. So yeah, that's my that's my actual thoughts for chapter five. Um until we go into final thoughts, which I have like paragraphs of. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so yeah. Mikey, what do you got for chapter five? I, I I'm just gonna say that uh, Don Wheeler is just a new guy on the job and he's just a normal guy and, and he's portrayed as being evil because the- he's not Catherine. Yes. <laughs> you honestly could be right there. Like it just seemed like I, I like I, I was uh, maybe because I've been applying a lot of cinematic moods and tones to this story so far, but it just felt like that kind of like character to be revealed. And like, again, with the, the sudden like switch of like, Oh, it's not Catherine. It's this guy. Like I instantly f- see him in a negative light, mm-hmm. but I don't know. So is that literally your only comment for Chapter Five? Do you have anything more to say? That's yeah, a picture of that. Really? Okay. <laughs> All right, gamer, you're up. It was neat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what the fuck? All right. I mean, um, I didn't write anything down because nothing jumped out at me. But like, nothing. You guys have to like look at things. That, like, if you always like something. At, kind of comment on what you liked about it, too. It's not all, it doesn't all have to be negative, guys. It's, it's, we're going to our fifth, into our sixth year now. Yeah, that's true. That being said, I didn't write down anything specific that I liked. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, it went fine, I guess. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Alright, then on to final thoughts. For chapters 1 through 5 of Braska Part 5. Or Braska 5. Ten years later, and these kids are still well over their heads. Like, again, like, going in, like, with the guns and some of that, and just, like, they're still totally fucked. <laughs> like, so... Yeah, they're older, but they haven't really grown up. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, they are ten years older, but they're not ten years wiser, it seems. Or it well, seems, because well, Kimber won't tell us... Yeah. yeah, Kimber went to community college. He has been on drugs, so, I mean, he hasn't had any personal growth, but she has. Yeah, she has. And, like, again, like, her plan is, like, when we finally get some of it, like, in Chapter 5, which is regards to, like, um, like her her contact is in the sheriff's office. Totally not his dad. Mm. Um, and they're going to get the records, probably from Cleary's house. Um, and like get those documents and then get them transmitted online, uh, post them online to reveal Drisking's uh, like horrible secret. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, it's just like, like, and and then and then go to up to Nebraska and just gun down everybody's in there, except for the except for the, the victims. I, I would hope Sorry. not them. Gun down the perpetrators, like yeah. the, the people working at Nebraska, not the people working at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a fucking horrible like it is, it is. baby mill fucking yeah. shit. Um. So yeah, the story so far, the story does have some flaws, uh, mostly with the chapter layout for me, and just some of the uh, a little bit of the writing, like or like in terms of the the uh, well, really it's just the grammar and the and the spelling issues and some of that. But um, other than that, it feels very cinematic. Like I've been saying, apart from the crime thriller noir leanings, I keep mentioning over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I get two other stories that keep coming to my mind as I was reading these five chapters. The first, regarding their plan and contact, I remember I'm reminded of Return to Horrorland from Goosebumps of all things, because okay. plot-wise they're very similar in the in terms of like their like their like the start of this and, and that novel. Uh, in that, after the events of the previous story, the original characters are, who escaped are convinced to go back to the place they fear slash loathe to expose it. Now, whether or not this also ends up in betrayal and doom, we'll see. I have a feeling it's going to end in betrayal and doom, like that Goosebumps novel. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, the other thing I keep thinking of is True Detective. With the time lapse between Braska four and five being like nine years, um, and the return to a, to a past horror, like a previous like horror or like crime, um, and wanting to like kind of get like closure and vengeance on like unfinished business, basically, and that's kind of the same kind of plot wise as season one of Te- True Detective. Like fifteen years went by between the the case, the cold case they 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 filed, they went through, and they didn't quite solve. To and it ruined their lives, um, in in certain ways. And then they come back to it like they get, it gets revisited like fifteen years later, and they basically go and solve the solve the the case like in earnest again. Um, and like one of them is one of them is a, uh, a crazy conspiracy theorist who's like been doing some work uh, while also ruining his life socially. And then the other one is just like kind of been falling down a a neglectful uh, like. Uh, road of, of with his family and stuff, but then they're both kind of broken people of a, and were changed by the previous by that case, and then they moved on, and then they uh, in season one we get that basically them returning to the case again to finish it, and that's kind of what I feel like Braska Five is is just mm-hmm. coming back to it nine years later to finish what they started back in the in Braska one through four, yeah, um, so I guess what I'm trying to say here. It seems like the characters are doomed, which is building apprehension and tension for me as a reader. But to see what happened or how it goes down, and also there's a like a glimmer of hope that maybe things will work out at the by the end, like by the very end, like something will like maybe they won't get like completely utterly fucked and they will like win the day. But I'm not entirely like I'm, I'm like slipping on that. And it's really just me wanting to like know what happens next, like how this how this goes horribly, in terms of as a story. Um, and I think that's part of the allure of the story, uh, as it is right now. 
Um, also, with regards to their arrival, it is kind of creepy in itself to see how far Drisking has degraded. Like, closed-up shops, the, a run-down town. Like, they don't even have, like, a snowplow out to, like, clear roads for... Um, or uh, for the, uh, like, when a, when a snowstorm comes through. Or, like, they don't even have, like, any, like, the, the town tr- Christmas tree up. Like, it's it basically is, like, it's, like, people are just living in this town and not thriving in this town anymore. Mm-hmm. And it seems like the ten years have not been kind of drisking um, as the uh, the poison that is the Baraska operation seems to have been running its course and affecting the lives of those down down off the mountain, like in, in Drisking. Like the, the very seedy and disgusting business is beginning to show on this otherwise pastoral Ozarks burb. Like I feel it, it, it just, it, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like what happened to uh, in the dark timeline in Back to the Future where um, Marty comes back to um, Greendale. No, not Greendale. Um, his hometown after like uh and 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 biff have taken over and it's become a hellscape basically yeah. it it feels like that like with Baraska kind of running the uh running the uh, the show um and then and prescott kind of running the show again like proper now it looks like the town is completely falling away like it's basically on the verge of just becoming like a ghost town or something well what it boils down to is no management yeah and that's basically what happened was because the original manager, the uh, or Prescott Senior, mm-hmm. um, when he retired, like, and he had like tons of regrets about what they were doing, um, or at least deep seated ones, that based off of like what was uh, what is uh, his mental state from the at the home when they went there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Prescott has kind of just dove headfirst into the yes, like the creepy skeevy bullshit, and he's just not as good a uh, uh, a. A guy, like a like a cover guy, basically for mm-hmm. what's going on. It mm-hmm. seems. Yeah. Uh, so so far, the story has me wanting to see what happens next, especially now that he, uh, our, uh, our 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 main protagonist Sam um, has seen Mira and his nephew, <laughs> and is seeing Red and like, oh shit, is that going to start? Is that going? Are we just going to like go into the next chapter with like confrontation? And pulling out a gun? Yeah. Or. Or are we? Go, are they going to? Is he going to calm down and not? Uh, and are they, they? Is he not going to? Is he going to be stopped from confronting Mira and blowing their cover already so. more than it was? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, honestly, so far I'm I'm liking what we have, uh, even though I can tell already that everybody's doomed. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, but. I want to see how just how doomed they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's kind of the appeal of the story so far. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I was scrolling back trying to find something, and I, I found a quote that just kind of made me giggle. Sure. It's something that um, uh, Kimber said. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, Sam. God damn it. <laughs> if you take the comment, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm serious, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. I'm a gamer in yellow. <laughs> yes. Welcome, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks. <laughs> so we have Sam and serious Sam. Yes, of course. Clearly. He's there to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, what's your, your final thoughts on this thing? Well, it's reintroducing the characters, which is good, and we're getting the the character build up and whatnot, sort of seeing the characters, how they've sort of changed after nine years. Yeah, we actually have some legitimate change between them. Yeah. Although they're still best of friends and well i mean like like, there was there was some time of like there was a few moments of awkwardness like them like getting to know each other and then 
there are things that they've like they've said to one another that like each one realizes that they are different people. Like, mm-hmm. They aren't just the same people that they know. By the end of the car ride, they're kind of back to the way they were. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Although because well, they've come to an understanding about what has changed and what hasn't. Yeah. Between them. yeah. Sam's like, okay, you're Kimber. You're not going to tell me a damn thing. All right. So. <laughs> It's just like the funeral over again. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she, like, her core concept has not changed. Mm-hmm. So, so the, they're on the train to Baraska, and they don't realize that the bridge is out ahead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, we get to watch it explode later, and... And that's, that's kind of the spectacle of the, of the story, I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it, 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 there's nothing really big that happens, and then we find out there's a lot of guns, <laughs> and they make it back to Drisking. Yeah, it's basically the setup. We're getting yeah, we're getting a lot of setup for their downfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Gamer. Um. Yeah. Just a lot of like what you guys said. It's a lot set up. It read uh, quite well. Like. I surprisingly read through all five parts really quickly. Yeah, same. I, I didn't really have to stumble over everything. Uh, maybe the 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 layout of the first few paragraphs could be changed because I do agree with you. That just, didn't that didn't pop out to me originally, but when you brought it up, yeah, yeah. But it all read smoothly. Most of the things made sense. Uh, <laughs> although she does keep fucking lying. Well, yeah. Again, like, I, like I, even I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm starting to kind of go on your side about like she's in on it or like, but I don't think I like I don't think that's going to be the case. But the paranoia is leaking in. Yeah. Because who do you, it's it's very much like a crime thriller or like a horror mystery guy. It's like who do you trust kind mm-hmm. of thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand why Sam's necessary aside from just giving him closure, um, and. She just, like I said, she keeps lying. I can't, I couldn't find the quotes. I don't remember what part it is, but she essentially says, look, Sam, we'll talk, we have an eight hour drive tomorrow. I'll tell you everything you need to know by the time we get there. And all she says is, I have a contact in the police station and I have guns. Yeah. And, oh, and she says that Kyle's apparently not a vegetable. Yeah, because the contact just said that, like, they've... Uh, like they've just basically been sedating him for nine years. Like even Sam points out, that's kind of a stretch. They're just telling you what you want to know. Like I'm on Team Sam when it comes to like his criticisms of the plan mm-hmm. and like what's going on. But like, yeah, they're they're like. Also, like Kimber knows that Kyle is actually his or her uh, her her brother technically, or her step or her like step or uh, not step brother, her uh, half brother. Yeah. yeah, from Brasco, like because because the letter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, like again, like they are all friends and stuff like that. But like, I hope they don't plan on like continuing that relationship they had in the previous thing. If everything works out somehow miraculously, like because that's oh, yeah. just gonna be really fucking weird. I mean, is it one hundred percent confirmed that they are? Yeah, yeah. No, Cleary is their dad. Is both their dad? Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, it's weird. Anyways, um. Yeah, I just I really wish she would tell him what's going on. Yeah, it just makes the whole thing. It, it just it seems like it, like again it's it's well also and also it's not very um like you're right to like I, I wish I could know more, but 
But that's a, how that's what a lot of like crime thrillers and like mysteries do is they keep they they elude they they don't give you all the information until like uh, they let it progress. I understand that, and we have and as a reader, I understand that because it's yeah. to it's because it, it's so you can slowly digest um, drip feed the information yeah. to the reader. Problem being, Sam wants to know and is entitled to know and, and should yeah, know. I know, but it's it, it creates drama. It creates the the. The misery that is in the story. I, mean, I know, like, but there's other ways to do it. It could be like, like you could do it off screen. Be like, I had a talk with uh, Kimber, and she said a bunch of shit. It, it doesn't make sense, I, but I guess I'm with her. I, I agree with. You. I, I partially agree with you. At the same time, though, that would remove um, a lot of the drama. Like that's kind of it's it's a thing that writers use a lot mm-hmm. to create drama is secrets and lies. Yeah, that's. Literally, how the majority of soap operas and 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 like and like plot lines for TV shows and stuff work to keep the the the, the story going and plot yeah. going. If everybody knew everything of, of like a scenario, it would be like there wouldn't be an, a a lot of story there. It would just be everything got done according to plan, and it would be it, there wouldn't be any twists or any turns. And the audience would would know exactly what's going about to happen and how it was going to work. And what's the point in watching? Because the facts that were told aren't necessarily truth. Like, she could have a plan. This is her plan. This is the contact, blah, blah, blah. This contact says this. But everything the contact could be saying is a lie. And that's, if they want to go that route. But I I think the the writer, I'm just kind of speculating from, like, from a writer point of view for this. Mm. I think they're, they're trying to, like, add, like, that extra, like, bit of frustration to the character to have, like, that drama for, like, what's going to happen. I don't think they're going... It, I would agree. Like, you could do it that way. Like, we're like, yeah, the, the context is totally bullshitting all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not how the this writer decided to do that. Yeah, for sure. I understand that. It's just... Yeah. That's really... That's really the one thing that kind of is, has been grinding my gears the most in this in this first five is... I know, I know Sam! Sam! But, like, I, I hate being on his team because, like... He he's knows nothing. Also, he's and an I idiot. don't understand. He's also an idiot, and I don't understand why he's there. Because so far, he's only made it more difficult for her. Yeah, to do like, her plan. Yeah, like I, I feel like, like again, like Kimber. Honestly, they're all, it could just be like, uh, it, and this is kind of in favor of like giving the character a more human like flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, Kimber just wants Sam there as a support, as a uh, someone as, to talk to, someone to talk to as a support uh, anchor. Yeah, and. As like the only again the only like trustful face that she knows like she doesn't trust anybody and mm-hmm. she shouldn't trust anybody in Driscoll. That's fine, but yeah. if that's the case, I would like her to say, "Look, I would like her like her to say, look, Sam, I have this plan. You don't need to help me. I just want you to be there so I can have someone to talk to while I'm doing yes. this. I'll go out on my stealth missions. <laughs> I'll come back, probably shot." <laughs> And we'll talk. Or I won't about come it. back at all. Oh, and, yeah. and you'll get a call from Prescott on my phone, yeah, saying yeah. that we're I'm in Nebraska. You have to go, <laughs> go save me, or go like uh, you're gonna have to. You're about to fall. You're gonna go into a trap because I've been I've been found out and uh, and taken. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, and I wonder like, if Sam's plot armor is as strong as it was in the first. Yeah, I don't because know. of you his might... um because of the connection to the sheriff. Yeah, I mean, again, maybe that's. Uh, I think the contact. If I'm if I'm really being honest, after our like to like talk here or after our like rundowns and discussions and stuff, mm. I I think the contact has to be the sheriff. 
Yeah. Like, otherwise, it, why would she hide it? It has to be someone that he, he does not want her and, to be talking exactly, to. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it, and he said she she says it's a guy. Like she's she's on multiple occasions. She tried Actually, to, no. She tried to allude at it earlier that it wasn't that it, like whether it was a he or she. But at, near the very end, like uh, he, she says it's a he, or she sure she mentions that the contact is a he. Because I know Sam went like, "How do you know if this guy's um, stuff is legit?" And she's like, "How do you know it's a guy?" Yeah, she says that in like chapter two or three, I think. But, later but in on, chapter five, I'm pretty sure she says um, uh, he works at the sheriff's office or something like that. Okay. Well, regardless. Yeah. So, long story short, it was easy to read. Things pissed me off. I hope Sam starts learning things and starts doing things because I so hope far, Sam becomes a character becomes. Like a more has, or has a more important has a more necessary role to this because otherwise you think that he has no ne- he's not necessary for this plan at all. The only thing he has done to quote unquote help was when they were talking to the stand-in at the um at the office. Yeah, and and also he's his- and he's like Allison, we gotta go. After she's like, where does Cleary live? <laughs> like yeah. just openly asks him. Yeah, I, I actually had that in my notes, but I like cut it because it's like all it was was just me doing. Yeah. Way to go, Kimber. So that's the one thing he did good so far. So as long as he keeps doing good, yeah. And he does have a connect. He does have a connection that they can uh, upload the uh, the files to on the online, like to like the authorities and stuff too. Oh yeah, the, underco- the undercover agent for Driss King. <laughs> right. That's we don't true. know about that. We don't know that yet. We don't know if that's the case. We don't not know we that don't, too. <laughs> we don't know that that's not the case. Or we don't know if that's the case. So. We are. We don't know any knowns, and we don't know any unknowns. Just like Sam, we know nothing. <laughs> and it's going to be like that for about half the story. That's fine. But yeah, because um, it just builds up the tension. Like, like oh, I know. You know don't need to explain tension. it to me. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, because as I said, even though we don't know things, and I'm pissed that Sam doesn't know things, I read through it really quickly. Mm-hmm. Not because I was rushing and I didn't want to read it, because it just went smoothly, and you enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. So so far, so good. I, I just hope Sam's useless. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I hope he's not useless. <laughs> well, he's I hope he's useless. <laughs> so, oh god, it'd be funny if he just—he just stumbles throughout this entire story, just like fucking up and fucking up and fucking up to the very end, and then he like goes to pull the trigger on on like Cleary, click, <laughs> forgets the gun. There's no ammo in the gun. Yeah, leaves the safety on. Yeah, I, um, I hope his uh, his drug obsession becomes a like a boon to him later on, where like. Because he's had so many drugs, like, they capture him, and they inject him with some drugs, and it's like, ha you're drugged out now. You can't do anything. And he's like, bitch, I, I take more than that on a regular basis. <laughs> I'm building up a tolerance. <laughs> exactly. That'd be hilarious. Uh, okay. So I think the general consensus is, it's a good start. Mm-hmm. It's very cinematic, um, very, um, like, very stylish. For for the story and yeah, it's it's got a good start, but they are fucked. <laughs> They're so terribly fucked. They could win. There's that hope. There's that little glimmer of hope in the sh- in the in the grime, like over the over that grimy, disgusting, caked on window. There is a sliver of light coming through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're so fucked. <laughs> it depends on how good Kimber's plan actually is. Yeah, because I don't know. Yeah. All right. So well, far, they're just relying on their contact for the entire plan, which yeah. does not seem good. Yeah. But we will find out next week um, in Baraska part or Baraska five chapters six through ten. What happens mm-hmm. next? 
So is that the subtitle for for that section? Basically, yeah. What happens next? <laughs> so, um, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below. Whether this is posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, uh, you can also uh, leave us a suggestion at, or you can also leave us uh, emails at aldente at gmail that's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep bosses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on Twitter. Mikey is at the East End for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without the W, because they took his la- his one character he needed. Yeah. Um, God damn that at symbol. It's, if only you didn't need it to, like... Reference a name, a person's name. Yeah, because they can only do sixteen characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's unfair, really. Yeah, uh, you can get me, hold of me on at Review Cultist. Uh, you can uh, help support the show if you'd like on Patreon. Go to uh, go to El Dente Rigamortis on Patreon and select the backer you'd like to support us at. We have two dollar and five dollar tier, and with with extra content, early access episodes, special episodes. And access to our new Discord channel, or our new Discord uh, server that we've set up. So you can uh, actually talk to us if you um, uh, if you even support uh, support us a little bit on Patreon, because uh, that will be going across like across the board for any any of our Patreon users for the time being. Just we're we're testing the waters. Hmm. Um, so if you want direct input or suggesting. Yeah, uh, we actually do there. have a channel on it um, called Most Creepy, and it's basically where I where I've been putting right now the um, uh, some episodes uh, or like the the stories that we're we're covering on recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would like to put your own suggestions in there, that's the place to put them, uh, or email them, of course, as usual. Uh, so you want to do it the old fashioned way? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, and to our patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely for five fucking years. Thank you immensely. Uh, you've been helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you all the same. Because seriously, without your listenership, we really wouldn't have much of a show. And without the authors writing these stories, we definitely wouldn't have a show because we wouldn't have stories to read and enjoy and critique and discuss. So thank you. Until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis for five years. Wow. Sleep well.